Welcome. I am Andrew Schechter, host of the Politically Incorrect podcast on EA Truths Radio, brought to you by Eternal Affairs Media every Thursday night. Today, we have a very special guest. We have uh, Justin Barclay, who, um, what I'm told is he's a major, major media a contender across the world at everybody. He's a true influencer, frequent guest for the Glenn Beck program, which is heard on uh, syndicated with over 300 radio stations coast to coast. And then um, multiple awards for uh, broadcast excellence from the Michigan Association of uh, Broadcasters. We're welcome to have today with us Justin Barclay once again. A couple things he's going to talk about. One of them is his good news book that he has out and some other topics about the media we'd like to discuss today. Welcome, Justin. Uh, how are you doing today? Hey, thank you so much, brother. It's a it's a pleasure to be here, and uh, well, I'm I'm excited. Fantastic. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in the, in actually the, the broadcast and 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 the and the and, and the, th- the various a- uh, activism type things you're involved with as far as the media and that and that sort of thing. Sure. I I got started in radio when I was a kid. I was in I was in high school. Ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be on the radio, and I I. Uh, I eventually did uh, when I was in high school get a job, my first job when I was a senior, and and then I kind of went to 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 go off and join the circus, mm-hmm. and, uh, and went all over the country, working at different places, playing music, and um, kind of worked at uh, in Cincinnati at the WKRP, uh, all all different spaces and in, in places, rock radio, top forty, but then in in 2012 I lost a dream job that I had and. I was in Detroit, and uh, my wife and I had met originally in Michigan and Grand Rapids in her hometown, and we decided we were just going to move back home, and we wanted to do things a little differently. God kind of uh, opened up some doors and and closed some others, the best thing that ever could have happened, and uh, that's when I, I started um, making that shift to kind of talk radio, but 2020 is when my really, I think, my focus on what I was talking about really shifted. I had seen ever since the day the president Trump came down the golden escalator in 2015. Um, I had seen the news report things and I would watch and they would be a little bit different than what I would see when I watched the press conference or the news conference. That's can I saw something else. And then in 2020, I mean, it really started to stand out. I would see, stories i'm just looking at things trying without any bias to see and i'm seeing good news and they're not reporting it and there there was a there was really a difference um and kind of a a gap between what was being reported what wasn't sometimes they'd lie about things and then sometimes they'd lie by omission by just leaving important details out of the conversation altogether so (laughs) I um that really you know I, I kind of felt called in 2020 just to continue making sure that people got the facts, particularly in a in a space in a time when people just want to know what the heck is going on, uh, and so I try to make sure they get the facts, and then that uh, that's led me today where where I am now, where I continue to share stories uh, that matter most to people, uh, the things they won't hear anywhere else is kind of how I. Uh, like to look at it and um, and above all else, the truth, because they they need to hear it. I think folks are starving for it right now. The, the media has never been noted for telling the truth back when when I was working for the Nixon campaign in 1972. It's how date, dating myself here. Yeah. But yeah. I was actually down at the White House watching the results come in with with, with the Richard Nixon. 
And I was watching the screen and literally what the media was saying was not what was reflected on the screen. I literally <laughs> just, I mean, it's unbelievable. I say, oh, the Nixon's down by 30 yeah. points and, and da, 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 da. I'm looking at the screen. It's always up by 30 points. Like, come on, guys, you know, if, 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 report what's true. But I've, I've seen a great shift. I'm going, I'm going to steer you in an interesting direction because, you know, sure. the, for, the, for the longest time, you had the Walter Cronkites, you had the, you know, the, <laughs> the all, all the ones that come along up, up to today's ABC News when they used to be good up until like, a, like you say about, well, actually about Barack Obama's time, they went, started going downhill. But what I've seen is that for the longest term, they were, they changed from the, from the old Walter Cronkite to the new ABC News, but not as bad as they are. But now I'm seeing an interesting shift. And it's in our local papers. I don't know if it's going to happen nationwide, but because of all this litigation and, and issues with, with stories that are being told, our local papers actually stop putting anything controversial in the paper. It's all good news and nobody's buying it because <laughs> there's, there's none wow. of the real news. Now, there, there's good news and there's bad news and there's real news. I think the real news is what has to be reported. What's your thoughts? And do you think we're headed in that direction where they're going to stop reporting anything that's either controversial or, or just uh, people are going to stop listening to the news or reading the papers because of that? Well, there's a fine line, right? Uh, we want the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got to have it all. And I, it's, it's, it's just my opinion, but I feel like you need the truth. You need the facts because if you are well-informed, if we are all well-informed, then we can make the best decisions for ourselves and our families. And essentially, if we do that, uh, you know, I believe that we'll make the, the best decisions for our nation and, and, uh, and our founders really putting this whole thing together. It was their intent that we would be well-informed, that we would have the information that we needed. Because if we're kept in the dark, they can manufacture consent. They can get us to agree to things that we would never agree to if they don't give us all the information. We've seen this psychological operation really take place over the last few years. I mean, they have been on steroids. Um, so yeah, I, I, I do want, you know, ultimately I want the, I want the good news, but I want the bad news. I want it all. I want the truth because if I can know the truth, just give it to me straight. Then I can, I can, I can figure out a way I can make a way. And, and if I can, I know God will. And um, you know, I, I, I just I think more and more people are hungry for the truth. You can't stick your head in the sand like an ostrich. Um, that's not going to be good for you. And and I've I've seen that that too. There are a lot of times, Andrew, that I just want to go. I'm looking at the headlines, and every day on my show I say this, but I feel like it's like we're drinking from a fire hose. The way stuff is coming at us every day, right? Um, but I I just uh, some days I just want to go. You know live in a cabin in the middle of the woods somewhere and take my family with me. And, uh, but we can't do that. I'm not called to do that. You're not called to work. We're, we're supposed to be involved, engaged in, and, and that's why I think it's important for us to be completely and well-informed. And, and I agree. I, I see another problem and I'm going to bring this to you because you've been broadcasting. I do podcasts. I don't really get on the air unless I'm interviewed by a reporter, but the, um, what I've seen now is between the deep fakes, the artificial intelligence, the chat gyps and all that other crap that's out there. How do you even tell that? Well, and also, also the censorship, like in Pennsylvania, I don't know what they're doing in other states, but in Pennsylvania, they've actually outlawed the media from the media from even or, the, or us from hearing the police the, the stations. Now they've got all this fancy technology to block that. 
And I've always said in my podcast that unless you've actually heard it firsthand, it's not the news. It's, 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 a, it's, it's an opinion because you don't really know where that came from. Even if you reported or I reported or, or ABC News reports it, we don't know if it's the real news or not. We really don't. It's, and it's so true. How do you feel this is going and, and, and how do you feel? How do you, how do you filter out that garbage? Well, um, can I be real with you? Yeah, absolutely. So, so I think uh, as things continue to get even more advanced and, and down the road with AI or deep fakes, and we've seen a lot. In fact, we're seeing it uh, happen right now. People, you and I, like I- I- the average person has access to it right now. You really don't know what's real and what isn't. I mean, right now, people listening to my voice, this could be actually a guy named Justin, or mm. <laughs> it could be a uh, AI generated. I have a program that will that will do that. It helps edit audio when you're working on things. You you can you can actually put in it. it it'll do a transcript, and you can actually go in and change the script. It, did you flub something? Did you mess a word up or? It'll change it. It'll use your voice and it'll model and change it. In fact, you could write an entire script um, to have me say something that I didn't say. Now, I don't know how great it sounds right now, but the point is, is very clear. We're, we're swiftly approaching a time when you're not going to be able to, to tell the difference. And, and some of the question really is, I think what you're asking there is who, who can you trust? And, I put it this way in God, we trust and all others pay cash. That's the way I've heard it. And we are, we've, we're, we've reached a point in time where um, you can't trust what you see. You can't trust what you hear. You can't trust what you drink, you breathe, you eat. I mean, these are things that uh, I, as we get closer and further down this road, I see us approaching a time where for me anyway, in my faith, I've got to rely on discernment. I've got to rely on, you know, God to, to get me through it because uh, there will be a time that I don't think we'll believe we'll be able to believe what we see or, or hear. And, uh, and the deception will be unlike anything we've ever seen before. And, and that's, that's very concerning. And, and um, the other, the other issue that comes up is, the obfuscation because you've got good news that comes out and people that are trying mm-hmm. to get good news out like the 2020 election issues a lot of that was i mean i i i was firsthand on a lot of that i can i can i can attest that donald trump won in 2020 i'm, I'm sorry now they might have won because you know you, might, you don't want to hear that a lot of a lot of my, my listeners don't want to hear that but the problem was that the, the, the left got mad and, and they put out a lot of votes and and the right didn't come out and vote and, and even even if there was a fair election, Donald Trump would have lost, unfortunately. But it was brought out that all these issues with these machines, you're seeing what's happening. You, none of them have been proven and they won't be proven. I've got firsthand evidence they won't be proven. Now, things like ballot harvesting and some of the others that are quasi or semi-legal, that's true. They probably pull out a lot in the big cities, which is what they needed to win the election. But we didn't hear that, you know, the, that the, what we were thinking of, Donald Trump is great and over the, the, you know, the Republican Party is great. But it's not because they're, what they're telling is not accurate. And we're not allowed to hear the truth because we're not allowed to find the truth. So there's no firsthand reports. And that's what we're missing. It's kind of like the uh, one other example, and I'll let you respond. But like the, the Q, QAnon, I was involved with a group of QAnon at one point. 
uh, to the point of reporting on them more than anything else. I wasn't part of their group, but like they came out and they said, you know, uh, uh, 5G is bad for you. And they were showing that all this stuff. And then the left came out and obviously, and the media came out and obfuscated that and said, there's nothing wrong with the 5G. And they made, they made these people look like total fools. But if you go down the list of, of everything that they've gone over and get to the root of it, there's actual fact behind that that's been obfuscated by the, the media and by the, the government to try to cover this stuff up. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Well, um, People ask me uh, quite a bit what's going to happen. In fact, that's why I wrote my book in um, in 2020. My wife and I, we had our first kid. We thought it was a great time in the middle of this uh, chaos of 2020 to have our first child. Uh, and on top of it all, she was born a little early. She was born at 27 weeks, so about three months early. So we found ourselves in a in a, an interesting point where we basically in a in a in a really survival mode you this emergency you're just kind of going from one place to the other from the day my wife's water broke to the day we brought our little girl home was 77 days is how long we spent in the hospital so although it was a challenging time and i can't you know i can't deny that i felt a peace during that moment during that time that season that i cannot explain it is it is uh, beyond understanding, kind of like the Bible says. And I talk for a living, so that's tough, right? But like, I just couldn't explain it other than to say I just knew God had His hand on us, and I could feel it. Um, people prayed for us. I had never seen anything like it. I could feel the, um, just the certainty of knowing that I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew that everything was going to be okay. So when people asked me over and over again. And particularly the election, too. I'd say the same thing, which is why I wrote this book. You know, I don't know what's going to happen in any situation. All I know is that God is still on the throne. And that is true today. It was true yesterday. And it will be true tomorrow and, and forevermore. So that gives me the hope to know um, that it doesn't matter what exactly we face. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world, there is something bigger at play. And that's something bigger, I think, is kind of what we hear or in the, the folks that are digging in and talking about, uh, you know, QAnon and, and things like that. You know, I don't I haven't dug much into it. People have asked me about that. And I, you know, listen, I come back to the same situation as, you know, I don't know. I don't know, you know, when I look at this stuff, I'd like to believe that there's a plan and that someone somewhere has a plan. In fact, I've heard uh, General uh, Flynn talk about this, and this is what he said. Somebody had asked him specifically, General, is there a plan and what is happening and what's happening? But he said, listen, there is no plan, almost to the point he was frustrated. And he used some more colorful language, <laughs> but he said there's no plan except God has a plan. And I would add to that and say that, indeed, God has a plan. And here's the point, is that you and I are part of it. We have a, we have a call. We have something that we're supposed to do. You and I each have that thing. And Andrew, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. This is your calling, hosting this program. I do what I'm supposed to be doing every single day. And when we do that, and we hear from God and we take action in obedience, no matter what that might be, what that looks like, 
that is when miracles can happen. That is when like, like the trajectory of history can be shifted. I, I have seen it up close and personal. There's a great group here in, uh, in West Michigan, Ottawa <clears throat> County, a group of citizens who just in 2020, things had gotten too far off track. In fact, the health department wanted to close down the Christian school that their kids were going to because they weren't wearing everyone wearing masks and they weren't forcing and mandating the kids to wear masks. Well, they almost came and changed the doors of this, of this school. So they fought back first. They sued, they filed lawsuits. Secondly, they, they, they activated all of these parents got together and they, they uh, started an organization and they fought back. They went to the board of commissioner meetings at the, at the county level. The county wasn't taking them seriously. Republicans, too, weren't taking them seriously. And so they said, you know what? We're going to run for office. Not just enough that we go and we make our voices heard at these meetings. We're going to run. And so these guys went and they they recruited some folks and some folks stepped up and, you know, they ran a slate. The, this group is called the. Uh, the Ottawa impact, a lot of parents, just regular people, right? And they ran a slate and they swept the primary <laughs> and kicked all these incumbents off and out and eventually won in, in the general as well. And they are sitting now on the county board of commission just because they stepped up and said, I have a role to play here. Right. So that's what I make of, of the plan. That's what I make of those things. I, I want you to be encouraged, but don't feel like somebody else somewhere else has got it all handled and you don't have to do anything because part of what I see on a daily basis, the fact that we're drinking from a firehouse, we're constantly being inundated. In fact, we're fighting our, our the Chinese Communist Party has a company that they want to put in up uh, north where I'm at right now. Uh, battery, electric batteries, and they want to build this plan. They want 500 acres and the state of Michigan, Democrats and Republicans have said, oh, yeah, no problem. You can have the 500 acres. We'll give you about eight hundred million dollars, in fact, to buy the land of taxpayer money. But people are standing up and they're fighting back and they're they're winning in this battle right now, too. But it's just average everyday people walking through whatever it is that they're called to do. And that's when you can make a difference. That's what I've seen. Hey, amen to that. I've always said, you know, you know the old expression that <laughs> God helps those who help themselves. Mm -hmm. right? Or if God gives you the path. See, God doesn't do things for you. God tests all of us. And God's, God gives us, just like the Bible says, God gives us everything. Whatever we want, he will give us. But he only gives us the path to that. If you don't take the foot forward, step forward into that path that God's given you, no matter how scary it is, we'll never get anywhere. So you've yeah. got a really good, a really good point there. And that's a lot of the good news right there that needs, that's why I do my podcast, because I like to bring, you know, God's word as it relates to what's going on now and how the people that listen to me can go out and help. And, you know, well, like you say, one of the big things is if you don't like it, and our newspaper, we have a new newspaper editor. I don't like the guy too much, but he, had, he did say one sensible thing. He said, when I, we have a, co a section where people make comments, and one of the things he said, well, if you don't like it, run for office and change it. And he's <laughs> absolutely right. It's the one sensible thing that he actually said. So mm -hmm. where, where in, 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 to kind of to kind of bring bring this or full circle here where do you think that media itself is 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 headed and do you think it's going to be, become more of a um 
democratic, more democratized, if you, I guess it will, uh, thing where there's a lot of people like you and me out there, as opposed to the ABC, NBC, CBS. Do you think those big entities are going to, where do you think they're going to be headed uh, at, at some point? What's your thoughts on that? Just that searing the well, They continue to do themselves uh, plenty of damage. Uh, I don't know who, and you have an aging demographic, people who are, uh, baby boomers are a little more trusting of those sources, you know, the Walter Cronkites of the world and all that that have, that have kind of uh, that, that, are, that are on their way out. And and some of even a lot of those folks are waking up, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but the younger generation, they're on TikTok, what, whether that's good or bad. Uh, China, China, the China app. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of questions about that in social media in general. Um, that we could we could go down a rabbit hole about whether or not that's good or not. But um, what these technologies and what these things allow is the decentralization of information. So we're seeing that we're we're seeing um, you know the new the new thing that Project Veritas uh, founder uh, James O'Keefe is has got out as his own O'Keefe Media Group now, and he's. He's really trying to, it looks like, push and encourage citizen journalists, people to go out and do some reporting. Th- these are just sources. Now, I don't know. You, you can say, is this accurate information? Is this not accurate information? I think we have to test everything, right? Right. Um, trust but verify. But at the end of the day, I think this is great because y- anybody can pick up a phone and they can go out and they can show some video, get some pictures, and and we can all come together and take a look at it. Doesn't anybody could start their own podcast? Gosh, everything that I went through as a kid, I mean, if they, if I was born today, like in, coming up in this world, I would never have worked for a radio station because <laughs> I could have done it all with my phone, you know? I mean, I would have had a podcast or, or whatever, you know? So right. I love that. I just love the fact that, it, that any, now that it's good and bad. So, you know, is everything going to be... Um, the best quality now, but I think at what will happen is that you'll have people who do excel. The cream will rise to the top and we're going to get new voices. I think that's a great thing. Yeah. And, and, and I, I've even seen, you know, there's a lot of things that how can, how can the media deny? And they've tried to, I've seen them try to deny things in their local area in particular, where you've got 50, 50 phones and cameras out taking pictures and they're reporting something different. They're they're pointed they, their cameras are pointed somewhere else. These guys are pointed at the media, saying this is what we're really seeing. <laughs> and they still try to deny it. That's the crazy yeah. thing. Yeah, that's, that's that's the crazy thing. They they they're just they're insane. They really are. Yeah, it's it's it, we're getting to a point where they are losing relevancy at a major clip every day. They're losing more and more of it, and. Um, and I think that that can only be good because there's, you know, we've seen that uh, brought to you by Pfizer, you know, like <laughs> we've seen who's paying the bills. Right. Yeah. And then why don't they ask certain questions or why don't they give us both sides to a story or all the sides to a story? Right. Speaking. It's, it's, yeah, like my sister used to say, you follow the money. You just have to follow the money. That's, I learned that at a very young age. And that's particularly true of the pharmaceutical industry. I just talked to a to a gal today at my at my dentist office. I had some. If I'm talking funny, it's because I had set a root canal this morning. Oh, man. <laughs> and I'm showing you had a root canal. I got man. a root oh, canal man. and a temporary cap put in oh, this morning goodness. right before the show. You're <laughs> yeah. a trooper, man. Absolutely. Wow. Hey, I, I, you, you're coming on. I'm going to be here. I guarantee. <laughs> we, got, we got a lot of good guests on our, on our shows. But she actually said she's she's getting off of this metaphor because for the, her diabetes because it's done nothing, nothing but crap. She's going to go and change her diet. And, wow, and, and, good for and, her. 
when you look at these, you look at, you know, they talk about mar- marijuana, and I'm not pro marijuana, but it's a plant. I mean, I look at the way the libertarians look at it. It's a plant. If you manufacture it, it's a manufactured product. But if you, you got a plant, I mean, why can't you grow one? Of, you know, the Bible says that all the plants are ours. Mm. And, and yet the government takes them away. So I, I have a thing with that. But they say, talk about all the dangers of marijuana, talk about the dangers of opium and, and, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then you go watch these drug ads for these for these yeah. drugs with these made up AI names like Eurypti, Eurypti can do this. Oh, you're going to get a heart attack, a stroke in this. And, you know, mm. There's more af- dangerous effects. And yet they're allowed to market those drugs. You know, yeah. it's, it's because they own it. It's the same with the media. They own the media. Yeah. It's crazy. I always said that the media should not own. There should be. A, I hate making laws because I'm. I'm not. I'm like part libertarian. I think in my mind, but the the media. You need to divest. You can't own everything. The monopoly becomes when when Time Warner owns this and they own that and they and they own the newspapers and they own they they own everything. When you own all of that, you could make your own news. But if you owned just a piece of that, you couldn't do that so much. Do you think there's ever, ever going to be a, a divestiture of that, or do you think it's going to be worse that the government's going to come in and, and suck all that away and, and say that we don't have a voice? I have a well, feeling it's going to be the, the second. Right now, they're trying with the Restrict Act. In fact, the, 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 the point of everyone coming against uh, TikTok to ban TikTok, um, um, you know, I do have concerns about what the Chinese are able to do, Chinese Communist Party, along, along with sucking up data, not only that, but also shifting and crafting narratives and pushing people into certain situations. I, I do have some issues with that. However, uh, free market also uh, dictates that anybody can do anything. We can, anybody can start their own podcast. Anybody can start their own app. Now getting eyeballs or ears on things isn't always easy, but um, I think we're going to see more and more people continue to start their own thing. And here's what's happened. I mean, it's happening with your show, but it's happening with my show. You know, um, I didn't plan on doing what I'm doing. I didn't say, I mean, I just, I want to start a a program and, you know, I was on the radio, but I wasn't really excited about what I was doing at the time. 2020 rolled around. This stuff just happened. I started live streaming. And now um, for the last couple of years, people not only watch me do my radio show daily, but I do an after show. It's all streamed on Rumble and Facebook and Twitter and Getter and all these different places, locals. Um, And you can connect, by the way, all all those different spots with me, justinbarkley.com. I'll add new things as they come up. But the point is, is that we have the ability to take advantage of this stuff. And as we have new technologies or new ways of getting out, getting the word out to people, I think you're just going to see people reach different audiences. We've got kids on YouTube, young kids who whose eyes are wide open, not woke. They're right. awake. Their, their eyes are wide open. And these folks are are the future. They're they're doing uh, they're doing programs. They have millions of views on some of their stuff. Millions of hits, even on TikTok, YouTube, even. I mean, I, I it's it's crazy. YouTube kicked me off, so I'm not there. But uh, <laughs> but but some of these kids still are, and um, and to me, there's a lot of possibility there. There's a lot of opportunity there. Um, the days of controlling the message uh, completely uh, are over. But I think also what's going to happen, and and this is part of it. I've seen right now is we're splintering. So we've got our echo chambers and there are people that are just completely 
in off the rails and they believe everything that they're being fed on the nightly news or um, they, they just buy it hook, line and sinker. Um, and it, unfortunately, some of those folks, um, I don't know that they're ever going to wake up. Um, they, you could show them reality. And because of the cognitive uh, dissonance there, they just can't believe it. In fact, they get mad when when you. Yeah, when you they do. Them. Yeah, they really do. It's tough. That's going to be a problem in the future. I think we're going to continue to go because it's great that we have we have these outlets and opportunities to talk about this stuff. But we've got to find ways to have conversations like you and I are having right now. But with our neighbors, you can go talk to your neighbor about this stuff. And I think you find that when you do, it's not going to be like social media, people not fighting each other and, and getting into it with each other. It's just people having conversations. You you are going to find you have more in common with your neighbor than you'd ever believe. And we ought to. And and I think for even more reasons in the future, it'll be good to know who your neighbors are and have good relationships with them. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're going to have to have another another show with you on uh, if, if Justin, if you're if you're available and around, we'd love to hit, have you back. We're running short on time now, but we got a, we got some great information going on here. I, I read all your stuff. I wasn't even familiar with you that you were that versed in all this. All this. I know you run as a broadcaster. You got in a lot of different areas, but it's really been a pleasure. What I'd like to do though is tie a bow and tell us about your book if you could, and also how to get a hold of you. Yeah, the book is Good News, Hope, and Encouragement for Trying Times. And I just felt God put it on me uh, during that, that that time period that I needed to, to write this and get it into people's hands as quickly as possible to help people. It's not just my story, but Andy, there's uh, stories of other broadcasters, one in particular, Paul Harvey. There's a great story about Paul, how he got his start and how he became the, <clears throat> the famous radio newsman that we all know and love and and um you know the interesting thing is just when you you think your circumstances have got you counted out you're down and out god makes a way he did that with paul it's very interesting story so it's good news that i share there it's not just my story the story of our little girl but i also take people behind the scenes and show them a little bit of how the sausage is made with the fake news i used to do it uh when i was working in in uh, the music radio uh, and I share some of those things so you can spot it when you see it. And of course, um, the good news, how to find and create more of that in your, in your life as well. Cause you know what? We need encouragement right now more than ever. One of the reasons I think we face all the things we face is they want to keep us hopeless and helpless and make us think that there's nothing we can do. And to the contrary right now, if we're going to really make a difference, if we're going to make an impact, we've got to get in the game. We can't just sit on the sidelines. Absolutely. Justin, it's been an absolute pleasure. We don't mind if you help, if we pray for a moment for, for your great cause and for the nation. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and then we'll hopefully we'll see you again. Be, please be, be sure to get back on and we'll have another show with you, okay? Love to. All right. We pray for a moment, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we pray for for the, all of those uh, in our great nation that are, that are suffering, for the future of our nation, and especially for folks like uh, Justin, uh, who we have on our, on our show today. To that the cause can be moved forward and encourage others to do the same as Justin, that we can spread your word and the great word of God, the great word of heaven, and the great word of the great future that we have ultimately in your glorious hands. We pray this in your glorious name, O oh, oh, Heavenly Father. Amen. Amen. With that we'll say good night and we'll see you soon, Justin. Thank you, brother. God bless.
Have a good night. Take care. Thanks again.